post today. And I, as usual, my friend and somebody that I admire, respect, and learn from, John Asher, who is one of the co-founders of the Asher Longevity Institute. And today we are going to be expanding on these nine steps he's talked about, but we're going to focus on step one. So step one is all about the importance of sleep. Welcome, everybody. Time for another episode of Alive, brought to you by the Asher Longevity Institute committed to the science-based and easy-to-implement lifestyle changes you need in order to live a much longer and much healthier life. This show is made possible through the generous support of People Unlimited, a premier longevity company in Phoenix, Arizona. Learn more about People Unlimited and their partner longevity experts in the Coalition for Radical Life Extension at rlecoalition.com. That's rlecoalition.com. Just to give you a um, quick overview of it, there are 17 documented studies about the importance of sleep. Imagine 17 documented studies, research topics on sleep. And just to give you um, one, the Golden State Warriors had a season-long study of sleep and for the players, when they got more than eight hours of sleep, they were able to play 12 more minutes of the game. They increased their points that they scored per minute by 29%. For the players who got less than six hours of sleep, their turnover rate increased by 37%, and their fouls committed increased by 45%. So that's just one of 17,000 documented studies that show the importance of getting a full night sleep. Um, one of them is, is the history of sleep. So if you go back to 1950, we Americans were getting an average of eight and a half hours of sleep. And it pretty much mirrored evolution. In other words, it got dark, you went to sleep. When the sun came up, you woke up. <laughs> and so for average latitudes, that's about eight hours. That's how much humans slept for millions of years. And still that way uh, 50 years ago. Today, it's only six and a half hours. And so huge impact on everything that has to do with sleep, which is a lot. I'll just give you one correlation to obesity. So imagine if you went from eight and a half hours of sleep to six hours of sleep. So you're awake two more hours every 24 hours. And you're probably going to eat something during that time. How many calories would you have to eat per day extra if over 50 years you went from normal weight to uh, obese? It's only 10 calories, which is infinitesimal. It's just as you eat 10 calories consistently every day, seven days a week, right? 12 months a year and on and on. Add it up. It just adds up. So there's this real strong correlation between sleep and obesity. And you can just see it. So that's just one other study that gives you an idea on how important this is. And the, the catastrophic impact, inputs that come out of this are a bad impact on our health, our safety. When you look at car accident data and did the person nod off or fall asleep at the wheel, it happens so much. It's shocking how much it happens. And so it's our safety, too, as well. And then our productivity. I can just give you my own study of my own self. So my whole past career on nuclear subs, the whole thing, 
you don't get a lot of sleep or you get sleep in different shifts and it's really not good for your health. And so five years ago, once I started reading all this, I went from six hours of sleep to eight and a half hours of sleep. The difference in my productivity is amazing. I can get so much more done now every day in a shorter time period. And I no longer fall asleep at my desk like I used to, <laughs> right in that 2 p.m. fade. Right. I haven't fallen asleep at my desk in five years, whereas I used to. The Asher Longevity Institute developed a nine-step program to guide you to a much longer and much healthier life. Our mission is to make this system easy to understand, simple to execute, and sustainable for the rest of your life. Go to asherlongevity.com today and sign up for the information and access you need to live the longevity lifestyle. That's asherlongevity.com to help you feel better now and achieve the longevity you desire. One of my son, his best days are when I let him sleep in through first period because he has to be at school at 745. Yeah, it's crazy. And if he has stayed up and studied says we are not meant to be awake before eight or nine says we're just not because if i get all my homework done how am i ever supposed to get my sleep done oh and go support the school team and maybe have a social life and have dinner with my family and it does make it difficult and so because he has such great grades you don't want to go first period you want to sleep you sleep and i will let him I just think that that's huge. And I will let him do that anytime he wants to, as long as his grades stay up. You're a good mom. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So it's the education of our children as well. Yes. Huge impact. Huge. And our life expectancy. Yes. Huge impact on that. Well, isn't that, isn't sleep when all the good stuff happens, when all the, when our bodies get rid of old cells and all that type of thing? It is. So, one way to really find out what's going on is you can have a, like I've got a Fitbit here, or you can uh, Apple Watch or whatever, some wearable that will actually monitor your sleep. And so every time I wake up, I look to see whether my sleep was poor, fair, good, or excellent. I can see how many hours I was awake, how many hours I was in light sleep, how many hours I was in REM sleep, and how many hours in deep sleep. And you can see where you are with respect to how much we should be getting of of each. And so that's a great way to pay attention to sleep is just get a wearable so you can see every morning how much you're getting. Don't wake up in the middle of the night and then check it because that'll wake you up. Exactly. Don't look until the morning. <laughs> so the, let's take rapid eye movement sleep or sometimes called REM sleep. Mm-hmm. So it's the mentally restorative stage of sleep. It's where the information that we learned in the previous day is consolidated and put into our long-term memory. It's where the dreaming occurs. Our heart rate and blood pressure um, goes way down and the breathing becomes irregular and shallow and that sort of thing. And the reason it's so important would be this. And by the way, all these connections get made and in many cases, um, problems are solved. So I'm sure you've heard this, and that is, if somebody has a vexing problem, would you ever give them the following advice? Why don't you just stay awake on it? Probably not. (laughs) So the right advice is, we've all heard this anecdotally, why don't you sleep on it? 
So almost everybody knows that if you have a good night's sleep with this problem, you'll wake up and you got the answer. So not only that, for me personally, now that I'm getting eight and a half hours of sleep a night, I not only wake up with problems solved, I wake up with new ideas and new connections and, and new things that have happened that I've put together that can result in something good happening for me or the company. So that's the that's the REM sleep. Then the deep sleep is incredibly important to longevity. And so it's deep. So where REM is the mentally restorative sleep, deep is the physically restorative sleep. And a big part of that is, you know, the, the cells in our body go through this continuous process of being born or replaced by a stem cell and and then getting injured or, you know, and you want the injured cells to wash out. In our body, it's the lymphatic system. We've all heard of lymph nodes. Mm-hmm. It's that system where the bad cells or the damaged cells all get washed out. Well, in our brain, constrained by the skull, there's only one way to get that. And, and in the brain, the system's called the glymphatic system. So lymphatic in the body, glymphatic in the brain. The only way for it to get get out is go through down through the spinal cord, which is a much smaller pipe than than just going out through our urine, right? So what happens is when we're in deep sleep and only in deep sleep, our brain cells contract somewhat to allow the fluid to go out the brain stem 20 times faster. So that's why deep sleep is so important. I knew it was, but I didn't know why. Thank you. Yeah. And so the, the, the real benefit, of course, is most of the research on Alzheimer's talks about these dead cells accumulating in the brain and then sticking together. They eat too much sugar. They really stick together, called sugar crosslinks, leading to neurodegenerative diseases like um, dementia or Alzheimer's. So it's particularly important. Now, just to give you one personal anecdote for me, my genotype is 4 slash 4. So our genotype, easily measured with a blood test, we get one from our mom, one from our dad, and they're either 1, 2, 3, or 4. So if you put those together, then when there's one of six, we're all one of 16 different types, 2 slash 3, 4 slash 2, that sort of thing. 50% of the Alzheimer's cases come from people who have the genotype 4 slash 4. That's me. And so I have to be particularly vigilant about not getting Alzheimer's and not doing the things that will lead to it. And therefore, deep sleep is so important for me to make sure all that junk gets washed out of my brain every night. So again, REM sleep, mentally restorative, deep sleep, physically restorative. You bring up Alzheimer's. My mom had Alzheimer's and my aunt did too. And her sister, who is still living, is 100 and she'll be 101. Wow. This May. And the biggest difference between them, you brought it up, you said sugar. And Auntie Carmen, who is still alive, isn't a sugar fan. She's a salty, crunchy fan. But my mom and my auntie had sweet tooths and had so much sugar every day. There you go. Man. Now, if you want to increase the amount of deep sleep you're getting, Mm -hmm. there's a number of things we can do. One is, I'm sure most people have heard most of this, 
Go to bed at a consistent time every night so the body gets used to it. Sleep between eight and nine hours. Uh, sleep in a cool environment. The body does much better in a cooler environment. Mm -hmm. So we turn our thermostat down from 72 to 67. I like that better than my wife likes it. But <laughs> <laughs> And then either darken the bedroom or wear a sleep mask. So, so I wear the sleep mask. And so that prevents you from being awakened, especially in the summertime when the sun comes up so early. And it'll, it'll just wake you up unless you can really darken the, the bedroom. And then use what's called a, a white noise generator if you live in a high noise environment like we do. We're downtown D.C. and so there's fire engines and all kinds of stuff that can wake you up. And if you really want to be at the leading edge, use what's called a pink noise generator. And the reason is it generates much more noise in the low frequency range, which encourages deep, deep sleep. So we have a pink noise generator and turn off all screens about an hour before bedtime. And the reason is the, the blue light in the ultraviolet spectrum, the blue light suppresses melatonin. And of course we need melatonin to help us get to sleep. And so you can either not look at screens for an hour before bedtime or uh, wear blue light blocking lenses. So these are Costco, 80 bucks, and they're blue light blocking. So I can watch screens up to the time I go to bed if I want to. And some cell phones actually have that setting you can make hmm. so that you can watch a cell phone uh, up until you go to bed if you want if you want to. And then finally, use a, consider using a weighted blanket. And the reason weighted blankets are, are important is to your body, it feels like you're getting a hug from another person. And that stimulates the positive hormones, the oxytocin, that warm feeling between mom and baby and the serotonin and, and dopamine. And I read about this and so we got one. My wife was very skeptical. She just didn't want to use it for a while. And then she started using it and now she can't live without it. And, and her mother is 90 and living with one of Deb's sisters on the West Coast. And she's always had so much problems with sleep, waking up, can't go to sleep, can't can't stay asleep, blah, blah, blah. So Deb suggested she get a weighted blanket. She did. And now she said, it, it, I'll use her words, it's a godsend. Aww. She goes to sleep easier. She doesn't wake up so much in the middle of the night and she sleeps longer. So weighted blankets are pretty cool. And if you go on Amazon, they're, they're not that expensive, really. That was on my daughter's Christmas list, so she has hers. Does she? Uh, yeah, that her. was exactly yeah. what she wanted. I'm a total believer in it now. The other nice thing for my wife is she's a very restless sleeper, mm -hmm. tosses and turns a lot at night, and the weighted blank kind of keeps her in one place. So she doesn't move around anywhere near as much and kick me in the leg, you know, all that <laughs> stuff that she used to do. <laughs> so that was a benefit she didn't, she didn't imagine that mm -hmm. she would get from it. So that's essentially the, the whole picture of sleep. And it's almost a pillar. Really, it is a status above just one of the nine steps. It's like a pillar. Yes. It's like you got to do this. And you can do it. You don't need anybody else's help to do these 
these types of things. I know we have the blackout curtains. Our walls are painted dark. We have the white noise. Pink noise, though. I'm looking into that next. There we go. I think the the main one is made by um, oh Honeywell is the maker of it. All right. I'm not advocating for them. That's where we got it. And I think it's the only company that makes it. I'll look into that. Thank you. Wow. These are fantastic steps. And I really appreciate understanding more of the logic, the history, and the research behind sleep. Everybody's, oh, you need your sleep. You need your sleep. Well, thank you for telling us why and exactly how the different steps of sleep actually affect your brain and your body in different ways. I appreciate that. You are welcome. Well, this has been another wonderful episode of the Asher Longevity Podcast. John Asher will be back again. And thank you. Please subscribe. Go to asherlongevitypodcast.com. You can find us in all your favorite podcast apps as well. You don't want to miss the tips John is giving you to have an unlimited life. Thank you so much, Susan. Asher Longevity Institute developed a nine-step program to guide you to a much longer and healthier life. Our mission is to make this system easy to understand, simple to execute, and sustainable for the rest of your life. Go to asherlongevity.com today and sign up for the information and access you need to live the longevity lifestyle. That's asherlongevity.com to help you feel better now and achieve the longevity you desire.